on the dock.org. What a great theme song that is on the dock.org. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are dropping podcasts left and right. Just look out once coming to a platform near you. We're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. We're going to do that in this podcast episode. I hate to say it is tonight, so I'll just use the word tonight to time us. And we're, we're going to get ready to go. Check us out at YouTube. Hopefully you found us there, Spotify, iTunes. Those are our primary platforms. Also, you can find us on Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet. We also house all our stuff on SermonNet. You can probably find it also on YouTube. When you find us on YouTube or Spotify, iTunes, always hit that subscribe, like, notify. Make sure you're always getting the notice of new episodes coming up. And uh, we're we're, we just really appreciate that. If you get out on our social media partners, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. We'd love to hear from you and have you as a part of the conversation tonight. Again, hit subscribe, like, notify, spread the plague of On The Dock. And then we'd love to have you as a Patreon sponsor. Go to my Patreon. Look up On The Dock. We have four partnership levels, three sponsorship levels. We'd always love to have you be a part. Go find out what it means to be a partner of On The Dock with Pastor Troy. And if you are confused about all this, go to onthedock.org. You can find all of our, an embedded viewer, all of our platforms and links, links to uh, my Patreon as well. We've got a good site there. It tells you about all of our team. And if you're still confused, email us at info at on the doc.org. Our executive producer, Donna Kranuski, will get a hold of you and she will walk you through it. All right, we're ready to go here. We're in studio. Got next to me. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been with her in a while. I mean, we're, we're married. I mean, I go home with her, but. But I mean, I haven't been within the studio while well, it seems forever, Beth. I, I got Mother Beth in the studio is my my co-host today. She's my <laughs> partner in crime. This will be the only episode where my co-host for this is not Ben. You know, Ben is a uh, a wall from this right side of the table, the host of the table, and Ben's a host with us on a lot of shows. But in this series, he's been my co-partner, and we basically. You did a few of these, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. We, we brought you in when, whenever somebody didn't have a fourth, and we, we brought her in on Sunday. Or I oh. sat on the couch and you yeah, talked to me the, over there. A lot of times you were in the room, and, and then we <laughs> gave you the Lucas effect. But Lucas has got a microphone. Uh, we've got Lucas Winkler with us in the house. Well, our techno wizard, executive director. He's Hello. got camera. He's got <laughs> audio. He's got the whole bit. But he yeah. can't set the table because he's got too many buttons over there. he got lots of buttons. Yeah, too many buttons. Just, hey, just go on camera. Show us just... Just show us what a button does. You got buttons. Uh, so, they're, they're pretty too. Yeah. There's too many buttons. These all switch the cameras. Oh, oh very cool. Oh, okay, yeah. what about sound effects? You got sound <laughs> and, effects? And yeah, I got tons of yeah. sound Yeah. Oh, oh, the audience. Oh my gosh. Oh no, 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 I hate that one. For, that's for pretty much anything that No, how about says. I want the studio <laughs> audience. All the people in the audience. Don't you just love on the dock? Tell us something. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. <laughs> So yeah. talented. Yeah, we're so talented. So Lucas, thank you for being in tonight. He's like, <laughs> we wouldn't be on there. So, but, but yeah, we need, we need Lucas. Lucas has been a part of all this. It's going to be great tonight. We got a great, great show for you. Uh, I've got with us, I mean, we're, we're in the Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois series, a series that we're calling a super series for season two. Mother Beth? Super. Yeah, super. He's helping me out. You're a guest. You can't talk to me. He can't. He's all, I'll try it again. Beth, you got to do Ben's part because Ben's not on the side of the table. It's a On the Dock Season 2 Super Series. Super. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You got to fill in. You got to, I mean, he's got big shoes to fill. I mean, it's tough. They're like, they're 12s. He's trying to help there. Across the table now, we have with us our guest. He had, he had to go to a different dressing room. He had to get makeup and all that. He's our guest. He even got his own cup on the table, you know. 
We are featuring tonight as we wrap up this series. We have gone through all <laughs> of our leaders of Southern Here, let me count real quick. Give me a minute. We have covered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you're our ninth worship leader in the Southern Illinois Worship Leader Series, and you're the last one. Originally, we were going to have him go first, and we were going to set a tone and go. And then we got talking about it. Well, we'll let him go last because he can copy as much stuff as he wants. You can plagiarize yeah, these plagiarize. guys. Yeah, you plagiarize these guys. And then in the end of this, we're going to kind of kind of pull it all together, too. So we'll let him jump back in the co-host seat maybe <clears throat> in the third episode of this three-part sub-series. Uh, we'll let him jump back in the seat and we'll just kind of talk about the whole experience. And hopefully down the road, we're going to bring up a, there's a, a three-part, we're hoping to do a two, three, four-part big finale to this. So we're working on it now. Uh, hopefully we'll get that developed down the road and we will we will have special advertising for that. So we got Ben Adelini here, Community of Faith Church's worship pastor. He He's the worship pastor at our host church right here, Community of Faith Church. This is, let me get his dressage. See, I gave him, you got a different promotional wow. photo. Look at Look at that, Ben Look at that, yeah. look at that thick beard. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, better photo than we normally get for you on the show. Mm-hmm. Normally if Ben's on the show, he gets he gets he gets a really crappy photo. It's a little blurry. Let me put let me put let me put Ben's Thank you, Dan Lopez. See, I gotta see that. if I can find Ben's <laughs> crappy photo. I, I kinda look like my name should be yeah, Jedi. Here's what Ben normally gets. He gets just Aww. that simple he gets that simple photo. We all get that photo. No, 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 but Ben he's, No, but we all he gets have that photo. Action photo now. Jedi. Action. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, action good. photo. So you're not getting that next week because you'll look better than all of us and we all wanna look crappy together. <laughs> that's the that's the main key. So Ben Ben's here. Ben is as I said, the worship pastor at Community Faith Church, which I am also the pastor at. So we pastor this church together. And uh, we are a dynamic team. He's Batman. I'm Robin. A duo. Yeah, yeah. duo. Oh yeah, he's he, he's my main man here, and uh, <laughs> and we both work for the main main man, uh, God Himself. And uh, we have services Wednesday night six thirty. You can catch him unplugged with a real simple act. Usually it's him. Sometimes he has somebody else in the saddle. Wednesday six thirty. You've always got some worship going on for us on, on teaching night, worship the word. Mm. Sundays we have an incredible service at ten a.m. Our worship team is just phenomenal pound for pound we are a strong worship team as anybody in the region and i we've got churches that from size point and resource point blow us out of the water in this region we've got a couple that are just tiger churches and but i'll tell you this i sat down with a couple of our leaders and one of them uh who's attending churches all over the metro region st louis now and said they've been attending trying to find a home church they moved up that way and they said they found some good churches but no platform that's any better than what we put out on sunday morning and so that says a lot ben uh we've got volunteers we can't the only person on the platform that's paid is ben and and lucas and they're paid poorly so i mean i mean i mean they're just paid poorly so so Thank God we have you. Come out 10 o'clock on Sundays. Check him out. You can go watch his worship online. Go to SermonNet for Community Faith Church or Community Faith Church Facebook or Community Faith Church YouTube. You can go look. We record our, mostly most of our worship services are recorded, so you can get a chance to feel for the worship. Uh, if you want to go pick a date, just go pick any date. The last couple of weeks have been great. I won't tell you when we are, but just go look back anytime in January. He's been great in January uh, 2023. It's been great. So, um so check out the church. Come find out more about Ben's worship ministry here. We'd love to have you. And you can you just have to tolerate me. Ben, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself uh, and, and a little bit about your church family. I, I want you to tell us a little bit about your church family and, and the church you're at and what you see as what's happened in Mission and Vision and all that stuff. Give us a little bit of introduction because it's not, everybody hears about yeah. our church from me. What about from you? Well, my name's Ben. Hi, Ben. <laughs> 
Everybody out there in TV land, say hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. I'm speaking on their back. <laughs> there they are. The yep. masses. There are people wrecking right now. They're clapping and they're they're in the car and they're literally going off bridges. I and just stuff. envisioned a bunch of dolphins. In the name of Jesus, we pray for straight steering for all people clapping. Oh my gosh. All right. We're good. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Oh. This is gonna be great. Yeah. So Ben, tell us. We're gonna get a lot done. Just tell us a little bit about uh, about where you're serving, a little bit about your church and your team, and, and yeah. just give us a little bit of introductory. So I lead worship here. It's a community faith church. Here Com- we are. There you go. Um, I've been Boom. here. What, have I been here four and a half years now? Four and a half years. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a thousand. It's been. Like a thousand. A long time. It's been <laughs> no, it seems like. <laughs> seems yeah. like just yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's been a wild ride for sure. I feel like I feel like our church has gone through um, a lot of changes in the last four and a half years. Gosh, we've had babies been, and we've had yeah. we've had cancer and we've had legs chopped off and we've grown legs back and yeah, it's a challenge to be a church like like ours today. For Any sure, church is preaching the gospel and doing the mission work we're doing. You know, yeah, absolutely. You guys are doing work. You're, we'll talk about this more later. But you're doing work in India. We're doing work in Thailand as a church, mm-hmm. uh, Liberia. When you're doing work like we're doing, it's a challenge at the house. I hope so. It's a busy church. Yeah, yeah. Well, got a lot going on. A lot of eggs in a lot of baskets. Yeah, and the devil notices that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he tries to scramble them occasionally. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I guess I approach my position as a worship leader, worship pastor. Um, I never, never thought I'd be called a, a pastor of any kind, but here we are. Well, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Doing my best. You do, and you do a phenomenal job. Go check out the worship here. It, it's incredible. Let me show you Ben's family. Ben Ben is married. So all you ladies out there, sorry. Sorry. You'll have to go back to uh, one of our other guests. We've oh, had others. So we've had other single guests. Uh, go check out them and you can, you can stalk them, but you cannot stalk Ben. Ben's got incredible... Uh, wife Haley, and she will cut you. She really should have had me trim my beard up before that. Aww. She should have, you know. Yeah, and yucky. and you've got these kids. Your kids are good. a little older. Lucas's hair is a lot longer right yeah, now. Yeah, Luca's got more got, of a butch cast. He's got a man. Going on. Yeah. yeah, Luca and Zion. Zion and the little girls, and and Zion's like absolutely one of my favorite little girls in the world. So I mean, I've got my own girls, and then I just added her to the family. So. I mean, anytime you have, I mean, we're buddies. So I mean, you got you've got a great family. You and Haley, you you guys, you've been in India in the last year. Mm-hmm. You've been traveling there. Your wife does work in kind of fighting against human trafficking through the mosaic. And we've interviewed your wife. So yep. if you online, you want to find out more about his wife. Um, you want to find out how to target her or whatever. <laughs> you know, go find the mosaic initiative. We did a series on her on back in season one, but uh, just incredible. And uh, so you're married, got two kids. You live in the Marion area, mm-hmm. right? That they got dogs, cats, anything like that. We got a cat. His name's Noodle. Okay, Noodle. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. So, and what I like about Ben is, is Ben moved down here to take the job here. You're yeah. living in the metro. Yeah. Which I mean, that's a story in itself. If you want me to. Yeah. Go ahead. Go there, but... Tell him about that. I, I yeah. think it's great. Yeah. So it shows how God works. For sure. Yeah. So I mean, I. From Waterloo, Illinois, originally, which ironically, which you had we a church we there. planted yeah. a church called Table of Grace in Waterloo yeah. years ago. It ended up getting merged into a couple other churches after we left, after mm-hmm. the Methodist Church killed it. But yep. pretty much everybody we led to Christ ended up in a church that we love. Yeah, so it's good. Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, we were down there. Um, Some connection. Yeah, I was part of a part of a church uh, called Life Community Church, where I made made a couple of great friends, and I wasn't like on staff or anything there, but I volunteered on the worship team and, um, 
made some connections through through that church, which led me to my my day job, which is a company um, that I work for called Surgical Direct, where um, we basically it's a mobile ophthalmic service. So I work with different ophthalmologists and bring all the equipment for cataract surgery. Mm-hmm. One of those ophthalmologists happens to be Dr. Umana, who elder, elder leader elder here, leader part here. of the Hands Hope Foundation board. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so um, one aspect of that that job is kind of a missions aspect where they donate mission supplies and um, surgical supplies that can't be used equipment, here. Fake yeah, equipment, equipment, like all that stuff. Um, and a lot of that ends up going to Dr. Romana. And so we made that connection with you guys through were we, were, my day did, job. Did you know we were doing trips before I knew you? We were already doing the trips and they were already providing stuff. Yeah. And techs and stuff. Chris, we met Chris mm-hmm. and other techs that yep. your company has sent. And your company's been very good friend of the Hands Hope Foundation, which I direct. And gosh, we have operated on hundreds and hundreds of people's eyes. Yeah. Uh, and we've taken other, your colleagues that you work with, yeah. both in, now in the past. Dustin they, and Chris. They've gone with us and had incredible trips. You've never gotten to go on a Liberia trip. I always trip. wanted to. And so we'll get you on one of those down the road. But yeah. but it's been amazing. So there was a connection, though we didn't know each other, there was more of a connection through Dr. Romano mm-hmm. and maybe through Chris Thiel. Yeah, well, yeah. So Chris yeah. made that connection and Chris and I, it started, uh, well, Chris started this thing called Freestyle. Sorry. Um, would, would freestyle, freestyle isn't really like a cedar <clears throat> session. It was a little, no. it was more of a group thing. Wasn't yeah, it? it was like a once a month. Um, we would basically host a worship and ministry night uh, at, a, at a location in the city. Kind of a super encounter session. Type yeah, thing. yeah, totally. Like an encounter they night. They were happening. I mean, it, happened it was really awesome. Awesome, yeah. yeah. And so I think through the connection with Hands of Hope, and surgical direct we got connected with josh right uh, your son because he josh was for those that know josh was working up in the metro region as well for a yep. while worked up in the shane's church area and stuff like that we came from up there mm-hmm. so we have a lot of connections like you do in that waterloo highland lucas yeah, as lucas well from that area. area so we have a lot of connections. yeah so josh lucas and then um the the lopez is actually from from love and truth who obviously now cedar sessions with dan and everything um they came down i remember for for a cedar session because Josh had started for his glory here, which was kind of like a worship movement type thing here. Right. And uh, a group of them came, came up to St. Louis. I always say down, but it's actually up, yep. but um, yeah, they, they came for one of those freestyle nights and that's where we all met and relationship was just sparked up immediately. Um, started coming down here every, every so often to, help help josh with uh with a for for his glory event right. and, and then josh came on staff and there was some like connections that. there right totally and so then um i mean I, we got really close to starting a church together yeah. in the metro and this was a process of probably two three years yeah we worked hard at it we just mm-hmm. the lord never opened the right doors or set the i mean there were small groups started and we were ready to go yeah. i had laid foundation here and that thing just kind of came apart. Yeah. It didn't come apart. It's just the Lord had a plan, a different plan. Yeah. And and when that broke up. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. When it broke up, we got a time when, when we needed a worship leader. Mm-hmm. And, and and Josh and I just said, I mean, I have to say this to you, just the whole process. I mean, you were just like hot on everybody's mind. And then we just, I put a call out to you. I, I don't even think it worked out well the first time, right? Well, yeah. The first so, time co- yeah. We, I mean, we wanted, I think, I think the conversation was like, yeah, like I would love to move down there and but you guys job. would love to have me. But, but you know, Na- you got Nathan was here and, yep. and right. leading worship here and he was incredible. Oh, doing well, a great job. Yeah. Like, doing a great job. Killing it. So, I mean, my prayer kind of at that time was like, Lord, if you, 
you know, if you want me to move to Southern Illinois, um, you're going to have to open the doors and I would like to be able to keep my day job. Right. Um, yeah. And originally that wasn't a possibility. Right. Not right. at all. Not at all. Not it at was all. off the table. And, 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 and we were going to f- create a spot for you working along, alongside and all sure. that stuff. And it was just all going to be very stretchy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and we waited and we were just patient. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. So boom, Nathan says six months I'm later. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I'm leaving. yeah, Nathan. So the exact time Nathan decided he and his wife were called out. Where did he to go to? He went to North, North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, What's that big uh, name church at Lucas that he went to? Elevator. Ele- elevation. Ele- elevator. Elevator elevation. church. He wanted to go to that big church yeah. in the sky. And he went. He elevator. went. And, and God bless him. They went and did a great, yes. did a great experience. And the Lord Learned worked, a lot. worked Learned through a lot. that. Yeah, for and sure. They're back in the region now. Praise God. 100%. But, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah. So simultaneously, I mean. We called again. Yeah. Well, as, yeah. No. And as that happened, as Nathan was like the same exact time, Nathan was transitioning to move out there and well, it just so happened that we had a physician starting up down in Metropolis, and it was like two days a week um, that she was going to be operating. Add there. in Dr. Umana, exactly. Add in Umana and all the other cases yeah. in this region, and they were like, "Yeah, actually, we could we could use a tech to to move down." It's there. amazing how just a few yeah. months changes same everything. exact time. Yeah, when you, six you, months. You can have a vision for something, but yeah. when God's timing's in it, it's in it. Yeah, and it was, I remember, man, yeah. it was six months of just like, God, what what are we doing? And and we were kind of, we were leading, uh, I was leading at a church. You know what? They they did take me on staff at that church in, in South County. It was a vineyard church, actually, mm-hmm. that Randy Clark planted way back in right. the day. Um, um, now they're, I don't think they're associated with the with the vineyard movement, or I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but. Is that your fault? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. Vineyard hates no, we're me. Not, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. yeah, they're out of here. Yeah, that guy writes false prophet music or something. Yeah, that's right. He's a yeah. devil. Yeah, so. Yeah, so um, that's how that whole thing happened, and God opened all the doors, made and, it happen. And next thing and you're down here, here we you're are. living here, been on staff now four yeah. and a half plus years. Uh, it's just been incredible. Uh, just let me say this. Ben's absolutely, I think, one of the best worship leaders I've ever had a chance to work with mm-hmm. on a Sunday by Sunday. I'm not degrading Nathan. I'm not degrading you know, anybody before I've worked with, whether it's in Pawnee or Highland or anywhere else. You guys are all great. But, but what I like about you is that you worship God and you let us all go along for the ride. And that's what I like the most about it. When, I, when I'm when i prayer walking in the back, I'm not worried about what's going on. It's almost like I'm living vicariously through your worship with God, and I can just, hmm. I can walk and ride your wave. And that to me, it's just easy. And I realize not, maybe not everybody likes Ben's worship, but I love well, it. Well, it's the right fit for what where our church is right I now. I can surf on it. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that we've had lots of good worship leaders. Uh, at all of our worship leaders have and had their, all done what I've asked yeah, and what I needed. What, yeah. But, but for what me ben is doing is what it flows with how this church does. And if the whole building were to fall down on a standard service, he can unplug his guitar and continue. To leave. Yeah. And we've done that. <laughs> and, and there's other people on your worship team that now. Can yeah. Do what's that. really cool about it. Had to what's we were out of the what's yeah. really yeah. cool Pass about that, that is your ethos over four and a half years is speaking into everybody on the platform yeah. because we are, I mean, Lucas will tell you, we're a high tech church. We lose power on a Sunday morning. It takes what 10 minutes to get things back. He can't speak right now because he's reworking stuff, but it takes 10 minutes to reboot up our church. So, so you're literally stalling on a Sunday. We put power backups everywhere to kind of cut that down, but just a power outage takes us a few minutes to recover from mm-hmm. and, 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 and Ben can just keep playing. And what's funny is we do. And, and what's even better is everybody that he's brought up 
understands that's the standard. Yeah. And, and and the youngest worship leader we got steps in and he he's doing the same thing. Yeah, he got put on the spot. Got put on the spot. Yeah, boom, cool. boom. Yeah. He, he's still doing it. And I love that because it's just about you and God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody else gets to go along vicariously for the ride, which sometimes gets me into trouble. But, but yeah, you know, I know. It, but but <laughs> I don't care because. As long as it's authentic and it's real, and that's what people want today, you're sure. 100% real. And if you've had a bad week, you you know, you know tell me first thing. I tell you, and I've had a crappy week. I like the fact that we can be real with each other. and and But the fact is, we're going to put on a worship service at 10 o'clock because it's, it's, that's not God's problem. He can take our problems. Yeah. And, and, and we may, you know, I had Ben tell me, hey, I can't, we do pre-worship about 9.15. He says, hey, I'm beat up. I can't do pre-worship today. Okay, great. We'll, we'll throw something on. We'll throw something else on. And, and the Lord gets our heart ready for 10 o'clock and we can get out there and give it to God. It's not that we can't do it. It's just sometimes we need ministry ourselves. And yeah. you're vulnerable for that way. That's one of the greatest strengths that you have is that, that, that while you look like a Superman on the platform, they're going to think that. You're really Clark Kent. You know, with God, you're really Clark Kent. I that's think sure. that's I a think, compliment. That's very refreshing. I know. Yeah. I think it's good. Uh, you, now you're involved with. Me, you. I, I'm gonna throw this picture up here. You're involved with the Cedar Sessions group that mm. Daniel Lopez came on the show and talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. You and uh, that. You and uh, uh, Lucas are involved with that. You mm. guys have done several now. When when he when when, uh, when yes. he, yeah you've done I mean more than one. Well, I mean, advertising. Are you advertising? Oh look at that. Oh, I love Shameless. My, uh, uh, that, I need a new one. Look, you need to go to my Patreon and make some sort of deal. So <laughs> so so no, but you're since you're here, we'll we'll advertise it. Cedar sessions are they we guys meet in quarterly, maybe is that roughly? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Roughly quarterly. Yeah. Have you got anything you don't have anything scheduled right now, but you're working on getting something scheduled? Yeah, we just had a couple things fall through actually. So yeah. we're working on scheduling well, uh, different things now. I think I can say something about that. Um I gotta go grab another graphic. Uh Cedar Sessions, uh that's an old one. Uh, but you can go to you can find Cedar Sessions on Facebook and just watch that. And I, I'm if I showed this video over here, you would see uh, Ben as part of the team and well heck, let's just do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Are you with me now? Are you ready to give him the praise? Mr. Daniel Lopez right there. Are you ready to give him the attention he deserves? Israel? Are you ready to pour out the worship that he has shown? It's worthy of Dustin Griffith? There's old Ben. Jordan Griffin. That was Nathan, our former worship leader right there. That girl can sing right there. That's which one's wife? It's Mackenzie. Mackenzie. That's Dan's wife. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, she can go. She's got some pipes on her. She's a baller. So, t- I love t- those guys. Because it's been a while. If you want to look at Cedar Sessions, go find the Daniel Lopez Worship Leaders of Southern Oil Series. You get a little more in depth then. But t- tell us a little bit. What, what 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 are they about again? What's your role in that? Yeah. So, I mean, r- really, the Cedar Sessions are a place I mean, for us to be able to do kind of what, what we all are called to do. And we're kind of, we're able to break down the borders and walls between churches in our area because pretty, I mean, Lucas and I are here at COF, but, um, 
none of the other people that we do cedar sessions with go to this church but you could be confused we all, in the course of a year i've seen them all on our platform at times right, totally. or, or, or would be available if we yeah. need them yeah whether so we're doing a big event for the community like family fun day or whether we're doing uh something special we've yeah. seen them here for what was it last year for uh, ash Wednesday or whatever we did the big deal for that was kind of cool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean you guys got a working relationship that's so great yeah, I it's think the justice league it just yeah it's, it's cool. all, yeah and i'm not sure that maybe lucas can think through this but all of our team, all the people we've had on the show for worship leaders have either probably either been in a Cedar session or maybe intending maybe to be a part. Is there any feel on that? Uh, yeah, almost everybody, I think. Has, has uh, either participated. I'll, I'll I'll yeah, there's a couple people who haven't participated yet, but they've wanted to. Israel, Dustin, Daniel, mm -hmm. yeah. Joshua Corrales. Have we gotten Joshua in? Yeah, yeah. yeah jo Josh played keys on one. Dustin yeah. Keel. We hadn't got Dustin yet, have you? But Dustin, no, no, but Dustin. He's interested. Yeah, we we talked to him at one point about doing it, but we just haven't got him. He's just passed one of the biggest churches in the area, so he's got. Busy man. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Jared Mitchell. Have you gotten Jared in yet? No, but I mentioned it to him as that well. Would be good, the yeah. videos, so. Johnny Whitecoff, cool. have you had Johnny in well? No, Hannah, but Johnny yeah. Johnny did reach out to us about yeah, yeah, and Hannah Heron. Hannah's participated. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So so He's you can see that there's a coalescing of relationships. You're, they're, they're either in, they're interested in it, they'd be available, and and there's a lot of intermixing, filling mm -hmm. in for each other, covering. Uh, there's an incredible uh, relationship. I, I said in the last episode, you guys have. I have a. I consider myself having a good relationship with the pastors in the region. Uh, because of what I do with the House of Hope and Hands of Hope and stuff like that, they they answer calls. But you guys have far better network than than we do, and the network that you have, I would probably limit down to one, maybe two to three other pastors that I could count on at that level. And honestly, two of them are here, and one of them would be an hour away, an hour plus away. So you guys have an incredible development, and I'm sure I'm not even talking about all of them. There's more involved in that. Yeah. So so cedar sessions are getting people together. You're getting a chance to kind of bring your giftedness together and give it to God and and just people go to go to go to the Cedar Sessions watch for when the next one and out of that you guys have brought music you've put some music forward on like YouTube yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean they're original music and and also just because I mean the point of the night isn't for us to have a platform the point of the night and the recordings is for people to encounter Jesus yeah and, it, it and yeah and encounter the Holy Spirit and, and you got a little bit of a limited attendance coming to this thing you're sure you're not letting the place just be bulked out mm -hmm. you've got I mean you've got to say you want to come yeah, yeah, I, I, that's that's really cool. I'm excited about what you guys. Are yeah, we want to we want to be able to sustain it. And would you say that's fair, Lucas? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's great. probably a freedom to it that yeah, there's totally. not in your churches. That you can just are you are you doing church on the round? Say that's probably on, true. on all yeah. these Lucas, are you doing church on the round? Are you trying to yeah. set up a uh, or pr around us? Pr pretty much. Where you I can. mean, we're always limited to the location Space. that we're at. Yeah. So sometimes we're kind of one up against the wall a little bit. But are several pretty of these much are, around? Yeah. Are more than I mean that one was one of the early ones at our church. Are there more up and available for people to watch on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, there's about there's about five or six videos up right now, and then there's um, more on the way. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say we've got probably oh my gosh, probably like twelve to and fifteen is that, on is the that, way. Is, so wow. Cedar Sessions has a YouTube page as well. Yeah, actually, that that's where all the full length videos okay. are. Anything we post on social media is not not full length. And if you look up Cedar Sessions, do you need to say anything else? Cedar Sessions, Southern Illinois, or something like that? Nope. Cedar Sessions. Listen, just, here, just Cedar Sessions. here's my deal though. We tried to catch them on our on our subscribers, and we were getting real close to them on, on the dock. If you go there because we sent you, you got to also go to ours and hit subscribe. We, oh, yeah. we want to we want to have tandem growth because we're, we're your we're your media. We love you. So so if you go to go subscribe, hit like on them right now. And do the same on us, and then share both of those with everybody you can. And we want to see the kingdom grow. 
especially that. So yeah, and it's uh, happening. So so tell us about your call into ministry. How did you move from just being Ben to I get I know people may not know this, but but you're a guitar player, but you're mm-hmm. you're, you're also a drummer. Yeah, drums were my first love. Drums are your first love. So, so I don't know. They how were you, my first. I don't love. know now if you got Jesus, on, but... got in worship platforms through drums or through your keyboard. I mean, you don't play keyboard, but do uh, you play bass at all? Yeah, play bass guitar. I'm not great at not it. Great, but okay. but what got you into the worship platform? Wherever you started, how, how did you get started? <clears throat> so I I got started. I was a podunk little guy back in uh, early high school. Um, you know, living that living that freshman high school dream. Um, <laughs> Hanging yeah. out. And, I don't uh, miss being a high school freshman at all. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. be a college freshman. It's kind of an awkward, chubby yeah, little guy. And yeah, nobody nothing, likes you. Not, that hasn't really changed, but only the um, eighth graders think you're cool. Right, right, and barely, and they're, and they're not cool. Barely, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, so I, um, man, so my family had kind of been attending that vineyard church actually that I mm-hmm. talked about earlier, um, and when I got. Maybe maybe like seventh eighth grade, high school years is when I started going to a different church in Columbia. With I knew my friends had been going there, and so I wanted to. They had a big youth group, and um, all my friends were a part of it. I was like, man, I kind of want to go to church with them so I can be with my friends. And um, so yeah, started doing that. um, And somewhere along that journey, a guy took over as the youth pastor named Bill Bandy. Um, who, I mean, I could talk about Bill for 12 hours. Good impact on your life? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's very much father figure to me. Um, and if it, yeah, yeah I, he, he he married Haley and I. Are and, you still connected to him? Uh-huh, oh, yeah, we were on the phone just the other day. So yeah. so for, for Bill would be, like for me, a Fred Bishop, he would be like Fred's my mentor or coach. So yeah, if it right. wasn't for Bill, I do not. I don't know who I would be. For, for me, Fred Bishop and be. Shane, his son, I, I wouldn't be a Christian, wouldn't be where I am. Yeah, 100%. Had they not sewed into me and yeah. spent time with me. So. Yeah, so yeah. Bill Bill really stepped up. Um, yeah, <laughs> he really stepped up for me a, a lot of times. So, um, so yeah, I played drums, and I started... When did you pick up the guitar? So I started drumming in the youth group, and then I think probably when I was... Probably when I was a freshman in high school... In the youth group, um, Bill, Bill, I, I, I had like, I could always like kind of hear chords and stuff. Like I had an ear for music, but um, I don't know. I just never really like. I never wasn't. I don't come from a musical family. Like I'm the only musician in the family. I started. I wanted to play drums. I started playing drums. Taught myself that. Started playing in youth group, and Bill. I don't know. Bill. I guess saw something in me and. Um, started like kind of showing me he, you know guitar chords he was saying to lucas the other day on the i was on the phone with him and lucas was here and i put it on speakerphone and bill was like yeah i asked ben you know if you you know what a g chord is and i was like what's a g chord and he's like he's, he shows me a g chord and i'm like oh you mean this and i just i played it but i didn't know what it was you know because I, I just heard it and figured out kind of where it was and anyways he started kind of investing in me let me use his guitar and stuff and um started teaching myself guitar and and he was like ben you're a worship leader and i'm like i'm not a worship leader well he was right so yeah i started leading worship in youth group at that church because it's hard to lead worship from a good from the drum setting yeah there are some singers you want to be phil collins but it's a bit of a flex you can you can do a song i mean 
from a, there, but it's hard to lead. It's a bit of a flex. So he, he, he was pushing you out. Yeah. He was stretching me. Yeah. And you had the gifts to step out. Mm-hmm. And so that led to you moving out and beginning to lead worship. Yeah. So it, yeah, I started leading worship there in that youth group. And, um, yeah, we, that, powerful things started happening. I mean, we started re, re kind of refocusing and Bill, Bill started teaching more on, um, on the spirit and, you know, that God isn't just this, this distant God, but there's a Holy spirit that dwells inside you and, mm-hmm. and we can actually like have communion with him and, wow. and like he, he, he can actually show up and do things so, during worship. So, so do you think you that, know? do you think that, that his, his philosophy on that the spirit can, wants to have communion with you is some of what created the ethos of your worship? Oh, hundred that, that, that worship is your communion. hundred percent. That would explain yeah. a lot to me. About it's a sacred, yourself. it's yeah. sacred. Worship is sacred to me. It's like, no matter what's, what, no matter what's happening in my life, no matter how stressful the week has been. Yeah. Sometimes those things can impact my worship, but it's like, it's like with David. I mean, if you look at all the trash that was happening in his life, yet his, his worship unto God was pure mm-hmm. in God's eyes. And worship for me is that it's like this sacred thing. It's like, no matter what's going on, I know that I can, I can set it aside and lock eyes with Jesus and have communion with him. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I think there's, there's a purity in that. And that's something that I hold very highly. Mm -hmm. Um, again, no matter what, no matter what turmoil, no matter what, Maybe I well, that's, yelled I mean, at that, my wife or that something. That is absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's absolutely one hundred percent who you are. Yeah. What? What? I didn't even get to the question about the heart of worship, but for the for you, this is the heart of worship. That worship sacred. Yeah. Uh, worship is a pure sacred relationship, no matter what condition you're in for the day. Yeah. Good, bad, up or down. Yeah. You've been you you've been terrible, like David has to God. You've been great. You've been a man of faith, killed the giant. Whether you just screwed up with Bathsheba whether you just did this, God is still your God. And, yeah. and now you got to deal with him and kind of work through that muck and mire, you know, mm-hmm. and, and no matter what, you're going to have communion with him and, and sort things out. Yeah. Hmm. And hopefully it's bring good. him glory. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. And I'll, I'll I mean, like that's, the, that's kind of the goal, right? Bring <laughs> him glory. Yeah. And, and that too, yeah. it sounds, it, I mean, when we a, talk no, no, about worship, good. it can sound very, narcissistic sometimes no, but but it, you gotta work but, through, you gotta go through the ringer yeah yeah so the output for yeah. you is is in the end is no matter how you came in to come through bringing him glory mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean your problems are resolved on the other side it just means you've got him with you as you go to deal with them sure you know i think and you can kind of see that with david you know david knew i i can't get over when david was so bad and then god comes in and says you know i i can i can put you in war for 10 years and lose this many people and i can give you I can give you a pestilence for the next three years and you're going to lose this many, or I can just kill this many people this week and we can get this over with. And David says, I'll take door number three. And, and then they, their relationship is tough and that David has their problems, but, but he still worships the Lord and he goes on, but he, he goes on in relationship. Yeah. You know, he, he even stops it by going out to God in the middle of the threshing floor and pleading for the angel to stop. And God mm. hears that because he's back in relationship. He yeah. accepted the punishment. He accepted the thing, and he got back on talking terms enough with God that that uh, is it. Nathan's threshing floor that he stopped it on. Yeah, he stops the the death angel, and the, actually that's where they believe the temple mounds actually built down the road. Hmm. So it was right on that spot because he bought that. Remember, he wanted, remember he wanted, and the guy said, oh, "I'll give it to you." 
He said, I can't, I can't take something that hasn't cost me something. Yeah. This is going to cost me. I got to pay for this. And so I love that philosophy because it says God can get me through this as long as I can connect with him. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was definitely, that was definitely formed in me during those, those years at that particular church. And like I said, I mean, God started showing up in, in that youth group and okay, what's moving it, powerfully. What's, what's it? Define, de, so would you define that? What, what was the brother's name that mentored you? Bill. Bill. So would you define Bill as that would be his modus as well? That's what you saw in him. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's interesting about it is you totally lived that out. Um, I was raised by Shane and Fred, and they they took me all over the world to lead people to Christ and and I'm not talking about all the world. I'm talking about to the craziest, stupidest spots in the world mm -hmm. to go do it. They took me to New Orleans. They took me to the VP Fair. They took me to the Democratic Convention, the Republican Convention. They took me to the to Indianapolis 500. They drop us in the middle of people that are drunk and having basically orgies and just say, go out and share Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we'd get off the bus and go do it. I mean, most people would not let anybody out there. And we would do it. And so now I take people around the world. We go to Padilla. We go to Walking Street. We go. It just, to me, if, if there's not a lot of people like grunting on you and trying to sweat on you and trying to do nasty things around you, I'm thinking, well, why do you need to share the gospel? People aren't even sick. You know, I was trained that the gospel could go anywhere. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I live. Yeah. I, I just, boom, we're going to knock Satan's teeth out. We're going to take it back. It's interesting how a mentor can shape your philosophy. You should get Bill in here sometime, honestly. Yeah. We yeah, need to do that. You, you would. Why don't we that do that? Why, well, let's do that. Let's bring, that him, really well, bring you both in and, and just uh, talk to him. I weep. What, what if, it would be cool. It would be cool to get Bill and Fred in here. Boy, they would have fun, wouldn't they? That'd be crazy. But, but it's, it's interesting how mentors have that impact on you. You know, you know, I, I think even the Bible, Jesus says, oh, Paul, I know, but who are you? The seven sons of Sceva, and then they beat him up. You know, the the spirit of that brother that leads you to Christ, that father son spiritual relationship has impact. It doesn't mean you're not yourself and you don't have your own gifts and some additional calling that develop. I certainly have mine from Fred and Shane and I've gone different. I've gone to different places because I'm uniquely called as well. We're unique, but their DNA. Yeah. Their spiritual DNA, how I was raised will always be a part of why am I, I will always look for the toughest wave to hit because I, I just want to hit it back. You know, if my worst thing here is just dead time. I'm like, well, there's no, they don't really need me. You need it. You know, you, 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 I love the fact that Bill has spoken that into you and, and it comes across. I could describe that without even knowing Bill. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. What a cool, we'd love to have him in. Let me ask you real quick as we wrap up, get ready to wrap up this first episode, which has been fantastic, Ben. What are, what, so your heart of worship, we kind of got there. Um, what are a couple keys? I mean, as you, want to talk to people out of your experience of from being a youth worship leader to being in youth worship to now, what are some things you could help people? Um, those couple things we've been asking everybody to help people come prepared to connect with God. What, what are those things you need to be ready for to really come and have that communion experience you talk about or to be ready to lock eyes because not everybody gets up on Sunday and, and even wants to talk to God, let alone drive to church and they had this and that, but you're somebody that, no matter what, you, you try to make it happen best you can. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying the wheels don't ever come off. All of our wheels come off. But even if your wheels are off and you've got one kind of limping, uh, man, you, you'll stand before the Lord. I, I like that. So what are some things you could help people in, in getting themselves ready to come experience uh, for you the purity of that sacred moment? Um, well, I think, I think people need to recognize that it, it is a pure and sacred moment, that it's not just... Um, we don't just do it to do it. We don't just do it out of tradition or performance or entertainment for the, 
the congregation so that everybody can ease up and get ready for the sermon. And, you know, it's not like, uh, we're not here to entertain you and put on a show. It's like, mm-hmm. like worship is that it's, it is intimate. And if you like, you just, you have to know that I think. And I, I mean, I don't know how to get that across to somebody, I, I, but you have to know that right. so that you don't approach it like, like, yeah, we're just here to We've kind of sing the songs. We've heard from several right. of your partners in here yeah. about the the closeness, the one on one, the communion, the relationship. And you use the word intimacy to describe that. I don't know that the one thing I think is missing right now in the life of the larger church today, where you see the hot movements like Cedar Session. If you come to Cedar Session, you will see intimate worship taking place. Uh, when if you're in our church amongst our worship team, you will see intimate worship taking place. Do I see that in everybody in the pew right now? Not yet. I, I see moments where people are drawn into that in our mm-hmm. church life. I see people come ready to do that every Sunday as well. So, I, I think, and I think maybe they just don't know that it's for them to experience. Like, like it's for all of us to, like, I'm, <laughs> and maybe it's bad, but like, I don't view, I, I don't view what I'm doing on the platform as, um, like necessarily shepherding people or leading people. I'm just like trying to set an example of what everyone in the room should be doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, maybe that's something we need to communicate a little bit with people and, and training people. That's a good thing to listen to is I think a lot of people come in, they've had a bad day. They've had a good week day. Maybe they got a big raise and they're thinking about the raise or thinking about the boat they're going to buy, or they've had a horrible day. Yeah. They just barely got in the room. They're still angry. You know, they're, they're texting their person sitting next to them, telling them how much they hate them or mm-hmm. want to chop their head off or whatever. I mean, they're, they're just having a bad day. All right. And, and, and then you crank up worship. And you've maybe had just as bad day or just a good day, but it doesn't matter. It's time to worship. And so you're moving into that communion time with God, that sacred moment. And a lot of people, it's an opportunity, it's an opportunity. but I think a lot of people come in and go today, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go through the process and, and I'm glad that they've gone through the process, but they're going to live vicariously through you doing the communion. They're like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to have communion. I'm going to let Ben take it for me today. And he's always passionate. And so I wasn't feeling it, but, but I appreciate Ben's effort out there. And I, I'm living through him. And, and what you're saying is that's not what you're wanting. What you're wanting <laughs> yeah. is to lead them into that. Yeah. And you're just showing them, Hey, I'm not having a good day either, but I'm still going to, it's time to worship. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's not God's problem. God is still my God. Sure. And, and, and some people come thinking it's not a good day. What you're saying is my goal is to lead them or to set an example. And rather than worshiping through you, you want them to have their own path. Yeah, I want them to be intimate, intimate, vulnerable. Vulnerable Yeah, in the moment. And I think think as we talk about what's going on with a lot of people in church, I don't think a lot of people come in quite... I think they they put some fences up on that stuff because yeah. well because you you start looking around and there's people around you and and you know we so oftentimes fit. we just care a little bit too much about what people okay think. I'm, I'm gonna try yeah. to say, I'm gonna try to say yeah. this in a positive way because we're all adults here hopefully intimacy is messy yeah I mean it's true in life it, you you get in love with somebody. It goes well. It, you get in love with somebody. It goes bad. It can be bad for a moment, bad for a day, bad for the rest of your life. It can be great for the moment. It can be the pinnacle and and the, the great experience. Children can be born out of that intimacy. Families are started out of the intimacy. F- 
families are wrecked out of the lack of intimacy or false intimacy or misguided intimacy. Intimacy has, I mean, life-changing consequences to it. And a lot of us seem like we detach ourselves from intimacy inside the church because if I get intimate and I'm having a bad day, I might have to weep, I might need to cry, I may need to get on my face, I might need to repent, I might need to do something that would cause somebody else to see that I'm not perfect. Yeah, and God, God doesn't messy. God doesn't want your facade that you put on for the rest of the world. Yeah, right. He he wants you like he wants your mess. Yeah, he wants yeah he, he wants you to be vulnerable. Joshua Krauss, I mean, he's yeah. been one of our younger worship leaders, been on, but he said something really that that it's really cool that if if you can just get your own worship on. Other people may be worshiping through you as well, not just the worship leader, but there may be other people that see you as a normal person. They see you opening up and they go, well, if he can open up, I'll open up. You know, it's, we expect Ben to open up because he's on the platform. He's right. He's a professional, you know, but over here you see Joe Blow or Jane Doe or, and they open up all of a sudden. Wow, man, I, it's okay for me to be real. Yeah. And then everybody can start coughing. You can't, it, it's one thing to have the worship reader, leader, leader real and the worship platform real and the pastor. I think we do a good job with that at community. I, I think what we struggle with is the line where other people get permission to be real. Mm -hmm. And so giving other people the permission to be real yeah. may be the big challenge we're facing right now. Yeah. And yeah. And know that, you know, there's no judgment. There's no, like nobody's, no, nobody's gonna be like, Oh, look at that girl crying over there. Like, like, Oh, she's so weird. In well, her but worship, everybody right? lives, but everybody's nobody's doing that. We're, except we're, maybe in day, we're in a day where everybody lives through the perfect. You know, so to yeah. be real again is to be intimate, is to be messy. Because if you if you go go on say Netflix and you want to watch real estate, there's twenty real estate shows on there where all the girls are dressing in Gucci and the guys are like perfect GQ and they look like nothing like any real estate agent I've ever had work with me in Southern Illinois. Right, they look you know like I mean? Lucas. Yeah, and they're they're selling houses that <laughs> we can't even dream about. They're 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 doing houses twenty million dollars where people are paying cash down. You don't have that going on. It's not, that's not realistic. It's, it's like girls that look at, you know, girls, girls that look at like a uh, SI swimsuit and go, boy, I want to look like that. You, but you don't understand they've been airbrushed and fixed and, right. and everything else. It's not real. There's so much stuff we look out there going, I can't be vulnerable here because if people saw me, I'm a mess. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, but what they, they go, I'd rather live vicariously through these people out here, but the people they're living vicariously through, it's not real either. Right. It, it, it's not real. It's coached. It's planned. It it's it's or it's with a group of people. When you get looking at them, they're a, they're a greater mess than you can ever think of. Yeah. You, you look at some of these people that are so wealthy and so rich. And then they have got wrecks for homes, wrecks for relationships with their kids. And and, and they're just regular people, mm -hmm. you know. So I think we struggle with intimacy because the world has set status uh, up and we can see it on our phone and every picture and every video and every clip we want to look like the Joneses but the Joneses aren't really that impressive if you get them off camera you know they're a mess you know there's the, the, the one of the most glamorous families in the country for a while all of us were kind of marveled at was the sister's wives family when he, Cody had the three or four wives and oh how does he manage all that none of us want to do it because you can't afford it but for a long time it was glamorous this man has four wives they're all getting oh, along the Mormon guy the, the Mormon yeah. guy gotcha. show was the hot it was a hot show on TLC it was like everywhere now they're all erect it every one of them have it, 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 it's a disaster. I've been noticing everything in my smart news is how bad it's going with the sister wives. And I, we watched that for about a year or two. Cause I just, you know, I just went like, Oh, I don't think so. But, but you go, it's working. How does that work? You find out it was never 
ever working. Mm-hmm. It was a lie. <laughs> what what was really good about it was they all made a lot of money with TV and the shows and the renewals, and they all ended up with individual empires. They're all splitting off now because every one of them are doing their own book deals, yeah. their own movie deals, and it was a lie. I guess if you're going to be miserable, you may as well. I saw make where a bunch one of, of them today yeah. is 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 dating, and they're doing what's the, what's the one where you you swipe in Timber, Kimber, Timber, Timber, whatever, Tinder. <laughs> Timber. She's one of them's now tendering. I'm thinking, great. You were this holy Mormon family that was doing this divine life, and now you're on Tinder and you're getting ready to write your next book deal and do a movie deal and your own spinoff sitcom. God has not glorified me that. No. Intimacy. I, I didn't mean to get into that show. I'm just saying, I think a lot of what we look at and we hold back from is not realistic. I think what's been great about you is you come in and you just have communion. And honestly, you just, you don't mind if other people join you, which is cool because a bunch of people join you in church and it doesn't seem to throw you off your game much. If anything, I think your biggest problem is, this is, this is my, this will be my biggest critique again. You ready, Lucas? My biggest critique Ben is you will have just ate a loaf of bread with God himself. And we are all just blessed to be in the presence of God with you. And then you will look up and tell everybody, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to go there. You apologize. You just ate a loaf. You just let us eat a loaf of bread with God. You know what I mean? We just experienced God. And you're like, well, I, I just got hung up. And I'm thinking, man, thank God you got hung up. And I'm always, every time you say that, I'm thinking like, golly, nothing to apologize for. I'm, I'm, just it's cool so what i love about it is your humility is when you get up you go oh i'm sorry because you were having this loaf of bread and then you realize i was having a loaf of bread i forgot i had a congregation out here you know it, <laughs> which is true you know, you know what though part of that part of that is probably like like oh like i probably wouldn't feel the need to apologize sometimes if i didn't feel like people were just watching me eat the loaf of bread i know right. I, I know because you look up and all you come out of that anointing moment and then you go oh i got i got people out here yeah like and i didn't mean to leave you guys behind yeah, yeah. you know yeah. yeah i just splattered myself on the ground before god and god just resurrected me yeah. and i just realized there's a whole crowd watching is he gonna get up you know yeah, yeah. like some of them some, and people probably ready to move on and i know not everybody worships the same way like, i know it looks different I know. for everybody i know and so sometimes but, and i'm like because be honest with you, I, I'm always with you there. I'm like, just go run with it, you know, yeah. you know. And, but the fact that you look up lets you know that you were so dialed in that you didn't notice where you were driving the car, which I think is cool. I think it's why it's my biggest critique. It's also what I think makes you the best worship leader I've ever had. So well, thanks. We're going to come back in part two. We're going to go much deeper. I gave him shallow questions and we had deep conversation. Mother Beth, what do you think? It's pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, Ben's impressive. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, this, we're in uh, season two, uh, Super Series, Worship Leader of Southern Illinois. We're going to be back in. Oh, that's not the right one. That says episode 24. I got to find the one that says that. We're going to be back in episode 25 with Ben Ottolini, the worship pastor at Community Faith Church. We would love to have you come out to Community Faith Church, 10 a.m. on Sundays. You can come out and experience Ben. Look, you can come out and just connect with Ben out here. And if you don't want to hear me, get up and leave when he's done. That's fine. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I want you to come experience Ben because Ben is worth worshiping with because he will get you in the presence of God. And maybe you'll be so caught up in the glory that you'll stay and listen to me. That'd be great too. Wednesday, 630, he does it again. And you can go catch him at Community Faith Church on our YouTube, Facebook. You go to SermonNet, kind of watch some of that. But we'd love to have you come out if you don't have a church home already and come be a part of that. We'll be back in episode 25 of this series. It's 25 parts in this series so far that we've done. And uh, we've got two more uh, coming up for you. 
Worship Leader Southern Illinois is going to be great. Come out and find us. Ben, thank you very much. After this episode, Ben has done a worship piece that we are going to feature at the end of this. So don't disconnect. Stay on and catch out. Catch this special. What are you going to do? What's what's What song are you going to do? Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be an original. Uh, it's one that Lucas and I wrote. Um, and yeah, we recorded it in your son's coffee shop a couple months ago. Very cool. So stay tuned for that and catch out one of the worship pieces from him. Go find out what he's doing with Cedar Sessions as well. Follow him here and it's going to be great. We're at info at onthedoc.org. Check us out. Uh, email us at info at onthedoc.org, but also go to onthedoc.org, our website, and find out how to find these episodes, both this one, others that we've talked about, and upcoming ones. You can go to Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube as our primary places. When you get there, hit the subscribe, notify, whatever they do, to so you can always get our stuff. Go to Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet, and we'd love to hear your comments. If you know Ben, if you've seen seen what he's been doing, he's been a part of his one of his groups or youth groups, you've been one of, what was the group you did, uh, the, the organization you did when you were doing those events back in St. Louis Metro? Freestyle. Freestyle. If you were ever part of the Freestyle community, we'd love to hear from you as well. Share this out as well. Go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. Let us know. Hopefully we can get these out to some of those groups. They can see what you've been doing. And again, share those comments. Be nice. And we'd love to have you as a Patreon partner or sponsor. We got four levels of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. Love to have you. And again, come on out to Community Faith Church. Sunday 10, Wednesday 630. And check out Ben, uh, the worship pastor here at Community Faith Church. So we'd love to have you. So Ben, thank you so much. Get ready for this worship piece from Ben Adelini, it's going to be great. We'll see you back soon for the next edition of Worship Leaders of Sunlight with Mr. Ben Adelini. Lord, we are here to pour out our hearts. Say that you're worthy of all that we are. And Father, we've come to see your face. And we need your kingdom to come in. And we just caught a glimpse of the things you can do And you're just getting started to move So open the doors, fling wide the gates Cause we are ready for you So heaven invade here and now Move in this place Cause we us clean hands and give us pure hearts Jesus cause we want to see We're desperate.
Why the game? 